Welcome back. It's the Game Stoppers. We have a special one here today. It's the conference finals. Golden State Warriors, Dallas Mavericks, Miami Heat, Boston. And then after that, we have an NFL move. Yeah, I know who you think I'm going to talk about because it's most likely true. James Bradbury going to the Eagles. I will talk about that later, but for now, I, I'm too excited to talk about the conference finals. I'm too excited, so I'm going to get right into that. Let's start off. The one that we all like to watch, because clearly the Miami one and Boston one, that first game was boring, but the Golden State Warriors against the Dallas Mavericks. Luka versus the Splash Bros. I'm going to put Jordan Poole as a Splash Bro. <laughs> That's who we got. All right. So, let's, let's kick this off. I'm going to start with the Dallas Mavericks. They're the away team. I'm going to start with them. That first quarter was by far one of the worst first quarters I've watched in a, in a, in a while. That was awful by the Dallas Mavericks. They got 18 points in that first. It wasn't even defense. Defense was not there. They got three. There was a play. They got three offensive rebounds. Shot it from the three. Three times. Or, sorry. They got two offensive rebounds. Shot it from the three. Three times. Bricked them. That's how bad they're playing. The inefficiency of this team was horrible game one yes i know it's game one that's just one game out of a seven game series but we still got to talk about it they shot 36 percent from the field 36 that's something you're supposed to shoot from the three-pointer not from the field luca had a bad game bronson had a bad game reggie bullock had a horrible game Dude was chucking up threes like he's going to make them every time. He chucked up 10 threes. That's as many as Luka did. And they both shot the same amount. 10 threes, three makes each. They both made three. Reggie Bullock went 4 for 12 from the field. Luka went 6 for 18. Ugh. Brunson went 6 for 16 and 0 for 5 from 3. Ugh. It was just horrible. All around was bad. They just couldn't make anything. They had a horrible game shooting. And there's no question about it. There wasn't anybody on their team that played really well. Let's be honest here. Luka had seven turnovers. That's not Luka-like. That is not Luka-like. It was just an off game for them. Granted, that Golden State Warriors home crowd is very, very very scary to go into. Ugh, I'd get I'd get scared going into that crowd. If I'm an away fan, you know I'm going to be getting yelled at. Me, a Nuggets fan going in there? You might as well have signed up my funeral before I even enter the stadium. Your fans could get crazy. Warriors. Their shooting was great. Great. 
56% from the field, 34% from three. Free throw shooting, I don't know what's going on with Curry. He's usually a really good shooter from the free throw line, but for some odd reason, this time, he was not a great shooter from the free throw. And this whole playoffs, I feel like he's not really shooting that well from the from the charity strike. Stephen Curry had a really good game. 21 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. 12 rebounds from this 6 foot 2, 6 foot 3 dude. That is crazy. Clay Thompson, you know, he's still trying to get back. Still trying to get back, but he's playing really well. Wiggins had a hot hot start. He had 10 points in the first quarter. And keep in mind the first quarter it went 28 to 18. That was the first. There's nothing you can say. Dallas won one quarter by one point. It was just horrible shooting from them. Jordan Poole put up his thing off the bench. 19 points. That's what Poole does. And he shot it really efficiently. 8 for 12. They all shot it efficiently. They could not miss last night. I, I Crazy, 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 crazy. So, a takeaway from this game. What does this mean for the Dallas Mavericks going back to Golden State Warriors Arena? Well, do I think the first game was fluke? I really do. For the Mavericks team, they are good. We know that they are good. It was just an off night. Luka looked off. His step back, uh, watching his step back, I have got to say, I have never said it like on, on here, but I keep saying it every time I watch it out loud. It's just like that, that thing. I'm like, that has got to be the weirdest, slowest step back I have ever seen, but also the most effective step back I've ever seen. It's crazy. He does this like slow, like old man type step back. Is ta- it takes him like years to make that step back. And then when he hits it, it, it looks effort- effortless. If I could get that word to come out, oh my gosh. I was having a struggle with there, that word. Another guy. Nobody's talking about him, but he's a game changer for the Warriors right now. Is Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney is having an absolute postseason shine a breakout pro season yes last game he had 10 points five rebounds and four assists but that first quarter i know i keep going back to this first quarter because it it showed a lot about how the game was going to go it it really did when wiggins was going off i was like well shoot this is how it's going to be when they were missing like the like ring around the rims out the mavericks i was like yeah, this is just how the game's going to go. It's a bad omen. That, that's how it was. But Kevon Looney, he was 5-5 five five from the field. He doesn't get to touch the ball much, but when he does this postseason, he's really good. Really good. I'm just, I don't know about this whole James Wiseman situation, but if he, if he doesn't come back, you might, might as well look to trade him. I know Wiseman's a good player. But Looney's looking really good. The best that we've seen from him in his Golden State Warriors. 
years. I'm just saying. Going back to what I was saying. I think the Mavericks are fine. I think they can take it to game six, game seven, and try to win. I have Warriors winning. But there's a high chance that the Mavericks could still win. Luka, that was a fluke game. Even though he still got 20, that was a fluke game. I think they were just getting all those jitters out for being in the conference finals against the Golden State Warriors at their house with with those electrifying fans that do their thing. I think it was a fluke game. You watch. Those Mavericks will come back a little bit better. Moving on. We have the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics. So, Miami Heat won, and the main reason why is because the the two players that were out for the Celtics, two starters, was Marcus Smart and Al Horford. Two really key players in this postseason. Obviously, we got Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart, and I took a personal Al Horford. That's that's all I'm calling him now. I took a personal Al Horford. That's that Michael Jordan meme, meme, and I took it personally. That's that's what that is. And you can't prove me wrong on that. Because that is exactly how Al Horford has been playing. Al Horford... I said this last podcast, if not two podcasts ago. He's a game changer right now for the Celtics. He's playing really well defensively, shooting really well. And I can't, I'm not saying, by all means, he is the Celtics X Factor. No, he's not, he's not no Jalen Brown. And he, (laughs) we all know he ain't no Jay Tatum. (laughs) We, We know that. Because Tatum dropped 30. I, I know it says 29, 29 if you want to be so specific. He dropped 30, though. Let's be honest with ourselves. He dropped a 30 piece. Efficiently, too. Jalen Brown did his thing, too. He got 24. It's not like they were bad. They were not bad at all. They played well. But having those two key injuries out, the fact that Nobody else on their team pretty much played. I'm going to give Peyton Pritchard his respect before any of you start saying anything. 18 points for Peyton Pritchard. He did his thing too. But let's not take it aside that the defense on the Miami side was crazy good. Crazy good. 12 blocks, 10 steals. That's crazy. That's crazy. But... An issue that also hurts in this postseason for the Celtics is Jason Tatum turning the ball over. Uh, This might become a really big issue for the Celtics going on the stretch for this postseason. He's turning the ball over a lot. Let's move on to the Miami Heat. Free throw efficiency was very key for them. They shot basically the same amount of free throws. Boston had 32. Miami had 34. They made 30 for 34 on free throws. That's 88%, folks. 88%. That is insane for a team. Insane, especially in playoffs. Defense was good. Free throws were good. Field goal percentage was good. They they almost had 50. 50% from the field. If they made one more shot, they would have had 50. Because they shot 80 times, 39 makes out of those. 
and let's go on to the postseason MVP. If there is an award for that, it would go to this man right here, Jimmy Buckets. 40. He dropped a 40-piece. A 40-piece. If he didn't drop a 40-piece, I know for a fact this Celtics team would have won. But Jimmy Butler, this is a bad man right now. This is a bad man. 41 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, 3 blocks on 2 turnovers. Um, What is you on? He is going insane. Insane right now. Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year. He is also going insane. 18 points. Now, you might be saying that's 18 points. That's still good coming off the bench. You're getting really good minutes, 27, and getting 18 off the bench. Crazy. And you got to keep in mind, this this offense, uh, not, sorry, not offense, this starting lineup for the Miami Heat is not a lineup you would expect to do this type of stuff. You got it. We're going, we're going to get these big names out of the way. Jimmy Butler, bam. Those are starter material. P.J. Tucker, I think he's a starter material. He's really good defensively. Old age has not affected him in any way. This team works really well defensively. And we got Vincent, Struss. These are off-the-bench type guys. These, are, these aren't starter-type guys. Let me pay some respect to Vincent. He did drop 17. But I still stay with my thing. I These are not starting material guys. They're not. But they're making it like they are. And it is working. Clearly. Miami's defense is crazy. Boston couldn't get off a shot. There was one play where Boston could not even get off a really high-quality shot. There's multiple plays. I'm going to take that back. Multiple plays where Boston could not get off a high-quality shot because they kept switching. They kept uh, playing close, press defense, keeping the hand in the face so they can't see who to pass to. They were getting frantic out there. You you could see it. They were like, who, who do I pass to? That's how it was being the whole time. I still got Boston winning, though. I got Warriors and Boston now going to the finals. Now, clearly, clearly for the West, I am a bad luck person because most of my picks have not been there. Most of them. So maybe Mavericks do get it after I said Warriors and Boston, but I'm still sticking with Warriors and Boston. Moving on. Last thing. We got James Bradbury going over to Philly. We all expected this to happen. We all did. But when it settles in, like, oh boy. James Bradbury, Darius Slay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a great cornerback duo. This is a top five cornerback duo. One year, 10 mil. That's not, that's not, it's good money for him. But one year that, to me, that's perfect. If you ask me, 
the Eagles did not get robbed. They had one of the best off-seasons. Getting A.J. Brown. Getting Jordan Davis. Getting Kobe Dean. Getting James Bradbury. Getting Hassan Reddick. This was a golden, golden offseason for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I don't like Philly. I don't like any team in Philly. I just It's just the fans. It's the fans, really. It has nothing against the teams. Except for Sixers. I don't like Harden. And the Phillies, Kyle Schwarber, I'm not really the biggest fan of. But, stick with football. New York Giants, James Bradbury, last season. He started 17 games. And he had 17 pass deflections. That was elite. That was an elite for him. The year before, he had 18. So he was still he was still doing his thing out there. He was still doing his thing. He had 49 yards allowed per game. Per game, he allowed 49 yards. In total, he allowed 848 of the season. But divide that by 17. You get you get the point. He averaged 49. Yards allowed per game. He had a great season. We know he did. And now with him and Slay teaming up, one on the left side, one on the right side, good luck for receivers out there. And then you have to worry about the middle with Hassan Reddick and N'Kobe Dean. And then you have to worry about pass rush with Fletcher Cox and you have Jordan Davis getting mentored by Fletcher Cox. Good luck running the ball. That Philly offense is going to be scary too. You have Hurts. You have a really good Eagles O-line. Now you have a really good receiving threats with Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and the new addition with A.J. Brown. And their run game is great. I love their run game. It was an issue at the start of the season. But then the back half, they decided maybe we should run more. And it worked. They were one of the best running teams in the league. Miles Sanders come, going behind that O-line is crazy. That O-line is crazy. They got Lane Johnson. Jordan, oh my gosh, I'm a, I'm a butcher this. Mayada? Mayada? I'm so sorry. But he's great too. And then Jason Kelsey. They're leader of that offense. It's not Hurts. It's Kelsey. My favorite Kelsey. I don't like the other brother. I don't like him. This is a scary team to look out for in the NFC. And I think we're going to see a Jalen Hurts breakout season. He will be great for them this year. Not like he like he he was great last year, but he's going to be better this year. Now that he has threats, O-line, run game, and a defense to help keep him off the field the rest. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. This whole NFL season is gonna be fun to watch. This was one of the greatest off seasons of all time. We all know this. AFC West. We know Russ to Denver. Looks scary. Looks scary. Then we have the Raiders getting Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. That pass rush is gonna be scary. That offense is going to be scary with Waller and Adams and Renfro. Good luck protecting, though. That O-line's not good. Maybe they assign Brian Bulaga. That'd be a good 
signing for them. Then you got the Chargers, who got the whole defense looking like they they were playing fantasy out here, fantasy football. If there was a fantasy football where you could play, only, well, well, there is. But with only defense, like you can only pick defensive players, they won. They won. J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, Cleo Mack, Joey Bosa, Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, what? Huh. Crazy. Crazy. Um, I would say Chiefs, but they didn't really do much other than Juju Smith-Schuster. And, well, I guess you could say Justin Reed to fill in what Tyron Matthew was. So, they didn't really do much, but they're still the Chiefs. They still got Andy Reid. They still got Mahomes. They still got that O-line. And they still got Travis Kelsey. See what happens there. But... NFL season. I'm 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 so excited to watch. Anyway, that'll be it. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you next time on the podcast. Peace.